Hi, my beautiful people. This is Femi Shavery, and I'm here. We are just days away from week one being completed. And um, <clears throat> get myself together here. Let me get my water and things because, um, yeah, it this week has been a lot. Okay, it has been a lot going on. And if you are like me, you've been doing the work and you have been tested, you have been tried, you have had to look at yourself with the most clearest vision ever. God is continuously reminding you of who you are and how much work <laughs> you need to do. But he's also showing you how strong you are and how much strength you have embodied throughout this process in just a week in. It has been a test. It has been a test on if you think you can do it. It has been a test on your relationships. It has been a test of your patience. It has been a test of your anxiety. It has just been test all the way around. There has been so much happening. There has been more people who are dealing with loss. Um, my family, as well, you know, death and loss and sadness and frustration and disappointments and being apart from people that you want to be with and just a lot of anxiety and a lot of frustrating moments that have presented themselves this year. Um, but this week, you know, ever since you make a decision, oh, I'm going to do this, I am going to try this. I'm going to challenge myself to do this. And it's like, God is showing you, okay, bun bun, this what you want to try this. Let me show you. Let me, let me put a little bit more pressure on that baggage for you. And it's not that you're being punished. It's not that you're in some maze that you can't get out. It's just that we are really in this space of rebirth. And as we are becoming accustomed to the strength of who we are, and we're becoming aware of who we are, it is very difficult. It is very, very difficult because we are literally having to undo patterns. And with this first week's challenge, with us being in this spot of having to face our realities in a way that you probably have turned a blind eye to before, you can't. We're having to face our demons head on. We're having to face our inadequacies in some ways head on. We're having to look at our relationships clearly. You can't fake reality. And this is difficult because there could be moments where we're wanting to make, you know, some moves. We're wanting to say something. We're wanting to do something. We're wanting to have a lot of forward movement. But we're in the space where we just can't do that. It's not the time for that. It's time for patience. It's time for clarity. It's time for you to sit in the truth of everything that you're realizing about yourself. This isn't about anyone else. And the beautiful thing about it is it will work out for your good. You can't do anything but come out of this better, right? Because the more you know about you, the more you understand you, the more you can present your most authentic self 
going forward. That means that you raise your aura, you raise your frequency, you raise your value of self in a way that only allows you to accept and engage in things that mirror the truth of who you really are. And um, this isn't an easy process. This isn't something that we just sign up for. Hey, yeah, <laughs> I want it. Give me the pain. Give me the pressure. Give me the drama. Let me see how I can decipher it. You know, yeah, throw it my way. Hey, I'm wide open. No, this is not a sport. Not in a physical sense. You know, this is a spiritual sport. This is a, a, a balance of your inner world in a way that you've never had to do before because it is really, really, really presenting you you on a platter. And it's really putting you to the test. Everything that you claim you've been manifesting, everything you've claimed you've been wanting, everything you've been saying that you've been needing, we are amping up to receive those things or their lack of by the work that you have put in. And we are literally days away from the solar eclipse in Sagittarius. And I just want to let y'all know that little mama ain't coming to play with us. You know, it's it, it's new moons are all about new beginnings. But again, we're still under this lunar eclipse we just had in June in Gemini. Trust when I tell you two, three eclipses back to back to back are going to get your mind right. And if you don't get your mind right, it's going to get right for you. And so we're in this space where it's absolutely uncomfortable. We are going through this first week of having to really Look at our lives like we haven't had to before. We're having to test our patience with self. What is it that we've shown up for that we really don't even desire? What is it that we've spoken on? When have you ran your mouth when you shouldn't have said a thing because it had nothing to do with you? What have you allowed yourself to be a part of that really has nothing to do with you? What have you allowed yourself to be busy involved in that isn't productive or cohesive to who it is you say you are? These are things that you're having to look at and these are things that you're having to face and it is not comfortable because you're realizing, man, like, I really am part of the problem, like, so you mean to tell me all the drama that's been surrounding me ain't just by happenstance? It has to do with the little things that I may have contributed to that maybe I shouldn't have? Oh, okay. So I'm having to look at myself. And see, that's uncomfortable because when you have to sit and look at yourself and then what you're looking at ain't so pretty, we're going to have a whole problem. We're looking at our relationships differently. Like... What did I say I wanted from you? And how long have I given you to be able to provide that to me? And how long have I allowed myself to still be here? And then you ask yourself, what have you given and contributed to your partnership? What have they been asking of you that you are so comfortable with not giving them because you feel like they'll never go anywhere? You feel like it is what it is. It's just who I am. And they've tolerated it for so long until, oops. The tides change, the waves deepen, and you're hit with reality. Folk about to start speaking their mind. 
people about to start expressing their emotions. People are about to start detaching from things that do not really mirror where they are headed. And a lot of people are going to be heartbroken about it. A lot of people are going to be sad about it. But a lot of people are going to be relieved. And a lot of people are also going to feel free and encouraged to move forward because it's the break they've been looking for. But for those who have been living in this illusion and refusing to sit in the truth of self and refusing to sit in the reality at hand, it's not going to be really good for them because what they're going to realize is a lot of what has happened could have been prevented, but it wasn't prevented because you didn't do the work. And so God comes in and he uses all his spiritual, you know, repertoire and he reorganizes things and he shifts things around and he moves things that have been stagnant because we're in very fertile soil. And this is a season for people to be in alignment with what it is that they are truly supposed to have in this lifetime. And I know a lot of people are comfortable with the idea of, oh, when I get to heaven, baby, I'm gonna have all the riches of the world. You're not, honey. You are supposed to have the riches of the world here. What you have in heaven is something totally unbeknownst to you. No one's ever been to heaven and came back and told you what they saw. And if they did, I don't really know how much of that you can really bank on that being your experience. So you have to sit with the truth of what you know to be real. And who wants to live a life in the flesh in misery only in hopes that something will be beyond our imagination when we're dead and gone? Like, you don't have to live that way. You can really live a life that is flourishing now. But the thing is, in order to have a life that's flourishing and really truly authentic to who you are and where you are and where you're supposed to be on your path, you're going to have to do the work. We're in very fertile soil. Being in very fertile soil means that anything that is laid in that soil will harvest. It's going to grow. And so fertile soil isn't too particular about what type of seeds are invested in it. So whatever you're sowing in fertile soil will bloom. So if you're sowing much of the same things that you've always sown, you're going to get much of the same things that you've always gotten. But the difference between now is we're starting a new cycle. And when you're starting a new cycle, those fermented roots are really difficult to break because they create habit and they create reality and they create a new norm. And as things are growing and festering and being harvested in this particular climate, you can't change the foundation that it's creating. So here you are and God is telling you, this is your opportunity to look at you. This isn't about pointing fingers. This isn't about saying who isn't doing what and who should be doing what and who is not contributing to what. It is a not about them. It is about you, bun bun. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do with what you know you need to do something with yourself? 
The lack of discipline. Who is that on? That's on you. Your lack of emotional depth. That's on you. Your lack of understanding. and, and, and That's you. Who else is in control of that? The way your friendships have unraveled is because of what you've allowed. A lot of what you've allowed, a lot of the turning the blind eye, your eyes are wide open, yet what you are seeing is through rose-colored glasses. You're ignoring the differences. Even though the differences should really make your union tighter, it's really separating you. But instead of you addressing the things that need to be addressed, You're pretending it doesn't happen. And guess what? Those things are going to keep going and keep happening. But it's going to affect you. It's going to affect you in ways that you have no idea about. Because these type of cycles affect us on ways that we don't even pay attention to. They affect our self-esteem. They affect how we view ourselves. We, how we view our worth. They can affect how we chase our money, how we are choosing to go after things that we are really passionate about. We don't because of the people that are around us and what they're going to say and what they're going to feel and how they're going to present themselves once we let them know what we're thinking of doing and what we're wanting to do. That judgment is very critical and it affects you. And because you're so tied to those connections, it's hard to release them and let them go. But the failure to do so is why you remain heartbroken and why you remain disappointed. It's why you remain so conflicted and jaded when it comes to knowing how to make good decisions in relationships because you've allowed all of these circumstances and all of these other people's opinions to dictate who you are, what you want, what you need, and what's best for you. And that is why you're in this space of isolation, sadness, inner turmoil, disappointment, disgust, because you are not allowing yourself to really be who you are. And this is your opportunity to take that leap. Come out of that shell, come out of that bubble and think for yourself. The challenge that you are doing now is not for anyone else, but for you. And if you don't notice, let me remind you that life is continuing to go on. How even in the midst of us on this challenge, on this, life is still moving. There are things still going on. There are people still living their normal life. People still want to go out and live life like nothing's happening, but the world is literally burning around us and you're just going with the flow of it. It's like knowing something is on fire, but allowing the crowd of people you're around to convince you that it's safe enough for you to go in that fire. You won't get burned. Let's go. We just want to have some fun. We just want to go out. We just want to enjoy ourselves. We just want to, you know, okay, but it's a fire. We're walking in a fire, but you won't get burned. We know how to, we know how to go around the side. If you go around the side then the flames don't hit you. Okay. 
<laughs> oh, okay. Is, is that logic? Is that really what you want to do? And even though some of you may be like, yeah, let's go do it. We got one life to live. Let's live it up. Someone in this group is like, no, I don't want to do that. But I don't want to be the only one saying I don't want to do that. So I'm going to go. And that'll be the thing that costs you your life. That'll be the thing that costs you your peace. That'll be the thing that will cost you your sanity. Why? Because you didn't want to say no. These relationships, these friendships, these addictions, all of these things that are showing and cycling around you and you're just watching them cycle around you because that's life, right? That's just how the world is. That's just what's going to be. But is that the real truth that you want to live? So you've taken this week so that you can really look at yourself and you can look at your truth and you can look at what it is that you really believe about the things that you've allowed yourself to be tied to. And for so many people, even that's hard. It's like, it's so much easier to carry the baggage that I'm accustomed to than to have to dig through the baggage and pick apart what needs to stay and what needs to go. So I'm just gonna keep carrying this baggage because I just really don't want to sit with the truth of what all this baggage is. What logical sense does that make? And what capacity is that okay for you going forward? You'd rather be torn down by this baggage that doesn't even have to be a part of you, but because you don't want to dig through it and see what each item is, you'd rather turn the blind eye and keep pulling this load? Why? No wonder no one wants to work things out with you. No wonder you can't find the things that you want the most out of life. No wonder you are bogged down with depression and anxiety and insecurities and feeling isolated and feeling unappreciated and not heard. You don't even have the patience to dig through your own damage. This is your damaged bags. These are your bow, just built up garbage can, trash cans filled of stuff that you don't even wanna dig through. And yet you wonder why everything you're connected to is a representation of that. So we're working through this process and what's gonna end up happening is once this solar eclipse comes through, everything you've been doing, all the work that you've been doing, all of the, it's almost like you're cleaning out your, you're cleaning out your home. And you have all these baggage, these bags and stuff, and you're digging through the papers and you're digging through the, the clothing and you're digging through all of the accessories. You're digging through everything, right? And you're putting things in the drunk, junk pile, putting things in the giveaway pile, putting things in the keepsake pile, and you're, you're making room. You're making room, you're clearing the air, you're doing all this thing. And then suddenly this big, windstorm comes through. Hello, Aquarius. Hello, Gemini. Hello, Libra. Miss Air signs, right? They come through and they tear some stuff up. Sagittarius is 
a lot of energy, but Sagittarian energy is a fire, right? So you're sitting home, you're digging through your stuff, you have your pals put up and you have come to a place where it is time for you to put away the things you want to keep and then let go of the things that need to go. And what you find yourself doing is negotiating with the truth of what you already know. You need to let this bag go. There's nothing in there you can fit. Everything in here is outdated for you and for anybody else. You don't want it, you don't need it, but it's too hard to let go because what if I might need it in the future? And this could be with not just clothing, not just tangible things. This could be with mental things. This can be spiritual baggage. This could be hoarding of emotions that you don't want to feel. So you keep them piled away in hopes that they'll just dissipate unknowing to you they're gonna come up all at one time and what's gonna cause them to come up up one time is this fire it's this windstorm and when it hits it is going to dishevel everything that is not in its proper place including you so when we are In this process, we are trying to release, we're trying to birth what we need to birth, but we cannot until the foundation is cleaned. Now, there's been a lot of disruption happening this year, right? A lot of disruption, a lot of chaos, things that are still unfolding every single day. If you look for some drama, you're going to find some drama somewhere. You're looking for a reason to cry, it's going to be a reason to cry somewhere you're looking for a reason to be pissed off and angry is something there you're looking for a reason to be happy is is something there something to be grateful for is something there there is always something to support the emotion that you're wanting to feel and if you haven't been preserving your energetic space everything will present itself to you in due time so here you are in a space where your duty was and your duties are to live by your personal principles, boundaries. It is also to establish more boundaries. And it's also giving you an opportunity to decipher between what really is you and your voice versus what you felt pressured to do either personally you felt obligated to do something because it's what everyone does culturally you feel like this is the way you're supposed to be and this is the things you're supposed to like because that's what the culture says is needed this is with you showing up voicing your opinion allowing yourself to hold back your true thoughts on things because it doesn't go with what is the most majority Um, thing that's spoken, whatever, whichever, however, whomever you allow yourself to see that you are supposed to pick away the pieces of you that are true. And what is so disheartening is so many people are having a battle with that because I'd rather live in a facade of who I am than present my authentic self to you because I don't even know if I'm ready to see what that is. 
And that is a very, very sad space to be in because if you're afraid of your own beauty, if you're afraid of your own unique physique, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, how can you actually think that anything that presents itself to you and anything that you are connected to is giving you its authentic self? How? Because you can only see things as clear as you see yourself. And if you don't see yourself through the clearest lens possible, there is absolutely no way you can see everything else clear. There's no way that you can see someone else for who they are. Even if they are being themselves, you're going to think they're not because You don't see yourself as clear as you would like. So this is the time for you to really put the work into yourself. We are days away from week two. And I'm here to tell you, if you haven't done week one, week two is going to be like (sighs) draining, draining water from a turnip. It is going to be dreadful because you can't do week two without doing week one because Week one is getting introduced to who you are. I can't show up as myself if I don't know who myself is. I can't show up in the most purest, vulnerable space I am. If I can't do that for myself, then I can't be that in a relationship. And there are so many people, I don't know why it's on my spirit, but I have to say this because it's on my spirit. So I want to say this. Because I, I'm, I'm convicted, okay, if I don't. If you're out here continuing to be reckless with your health, reckless with your sexual um, desires, reckless with what you are putting in your body, um, what's going to manifest is, is a massive shift of toxicity and I don't know how else to say this other than there's a reason when you are going through a spiritual uh, detox and realignment of self right when you're going through that you have to be extremely the only thing I have been craving is muffins like blueberry muffins (laughs) that's the only thing but since I have not been eating meat I don't want it and I eat like I ate some turkey two days ago in a Lunchable because I knew I needed a little protein but I don't I don't have a taste for the fast food I don't because my body is going through a thing it's doing something where it's purging things out I've drunk nothing but water and coffee. And I don't put sugar and stuff in my coffee. I only put creamer, but I haven't even been able to, I never finished my coffee, but I really haven't been able to finish my coffee because of the cleanse and the detox. Sexually, I am not having sex with anybody. Okay, not saying I ain't having sex. I'm not having sex with anybody, any person, okay? It is very important that you are mindful of what it is that you are putting in your body. Sex is a spiritual exchange. 
if you are going through a cleanse and you are going through a detox and you are allowing your body to purge and cleanse out toxicity, it is not doing you any service to allow yourself to put things in your body that you're trying to purge out. So if you're having sex with a person who is not on the same alignment as you, that is a major distraction from your process. Spiritual exchanges is what I, they're what I call, you gotta be mindful of sexually transmitted demons, right? Or uh, sexual transmitted, I don't even like to call it demons because not every human being is a demon, but everyone has these lower frequencies in them. If they are not addressing those things and if they're not paying attention to those things, those things are definitely placed in a connection. That's why people have what's considered soul ties and people have these things where they can't get rid of a person. They don't want to be with the person. They're tired of the person, but something keeps drawing you back. If you keep hanky pankying, okay, the wound, (laughs) I'm not even going to go there with y'all. Listen, be mindful of what you're putting in your body. Be mindful of what you are allowing yourself to digest. The same goes for what you're listening to, what you are watching, what you're reading, what you are engaging in, conversing in. These are things that are literally spiritual exchanges have you ever wondered why you can listen to something and it switches your mood like that do you ever wonder why you can lay with somebody and suddenly you got an attitude you talk to somebody and your whole personality just change you're around someone's spirit and you're suddenly irritated or you might be suddenly happy it's because of spiritual exchanges and not all spiritual exchanges are bad a lot of spiritual exchanges can be good if your frequency is high but you're in the process of purging and detoxing. You don't, you cannot separate the good from bad on this particular scale because you're purging it all out so that you can clear. You need to clear it. So especially the first two weeks of this cleanse, you should be very mindful of what you are allowing yourself to engage in who you engage with and the things that you allow yourself to be around, be within. You cannot do everything that you may want to do, especially when you're in a middle of a spiritual cleanse and detox. That's just period, point blank. If you're not listening to that, then this process is not going to work for you. It's not going to do what you're needing it to do because you're not putting yourself in a position to really receive the full results from it. You can watch someone do a detox and a spiritual cleanse all day long. But if you are trying to go through that process, you're going to need to do the work. That is the only way that you'll receive the results that you're wanting. It's not easy. Everybody wants, you know, to be with, be up under, be connected to someone who is whatever, okay? But if it's not healthy for you, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, right now, 
don't do it. That goes for food. That goes for what you're listening to. That is why you have your playlist that you should have made. This is why you are detaching yourself from social media. This is why you are putting yourself on a strict regimen so that you can really focus on you. Because it's not benefiting you to neglect you on behalf of people who are not on the same journey. Because the truth be told, the more you evolve in your journey, those people will not be around. So don't lose yourself and be further disconnected from you at the expense of people who won't even be there when you fall. Pull yourself together, tap back in. You owe this to yourself. No one can do it for you, only you, only you. Everything is connected in a spiritual way. And I don't think people understand it. There is a balance for sure. There is spirituality, there's mental, there's emotional depth, there's physical. They're all different parts of it. But spirituality is your foundation. That is what is going to connect you to yourself and to your highest, highest, highest belief in God. If you do not have that connection, I'm trying to understand what you think you're going to succeed at, what you think your, where you think your, your vessel is going to be refilled from, because you have to be connected to the higher version of you to get that. You attract likeness. Your spirit attracts likeness. Even if you're attracting situations and people that you have nothing in common with on a physical level, on a mental level, or even emotionally, your frequency, something in you frequency wise is mirroring that of which you are attracting to you. And if you don't get to the bottom of what that is, you're going to continue to reap those type of energetic influences. You don't need that. You don't deserve that unless you think you do. And what a man thinks so a man is. If you believe that you deserve certain things and you believe your life will be what it is, then who's going to talk you off that cliff? I'm not. I'm not. I, I can't. Because you, I can't pour into anything that doesn't believe it deserves to be poured into, right? I, I can't. Because no matter what someone says to you, it's like you telling someone they're beautiful. doesn't matter how much you tell a person they're beautiful. If when they look in the mirror, they don't see it. Nothing you've said has swayed their belief of self. That is a psychological thing that has to happen from within. And it starts with the belief in it being possible. So that's what we're on. We're on this space of where we're, yes, we want to build, want to be lucrative, want to have the connections, want to have the amazing relationships. And we want to have, you know, uh, growing finances and we want to be in abundance of health and we want to have a happy household and all these beautiful things that sound good when you speak them. But all of those things take work to achieve on a core level. Anyone can have a day that's happy. Anybody can have a moment of success. But what 
does it matter if you get it for a moment, if you do not have and you're not equipped with what it takes to sustain those things? I don't want happiness for a day. I don't want to be in a relationship that I like for today. I don't want to have a flourishing career today. I want these things to last. I want these things to be a constant. I want these things to continue to flow in abundance, even when there are things that are happening around that are chaotic. I want to still be able to ride the waves of the world while still holding on to the core of who I am. That's the goal. And if you leave 2020 the way you entered 2020, then you've allowed this massive rebirth that has begun taking place in 2020 to go to waste. And no one will regret that more than you. Because even though This is a spiritual war. It is every man for himself when he doesn't understand the war at hand. So yes, this week has been extremely trying. There have been so many things that have happened. There've been so many things that are gonna continue to happen, but we need you to snap back into the game of self. You're only giving yourself four weeks. That's all, that's all you need. Because in that four weeks, really after week one, you're you're able to make a decision on where you're going forward, how you're gonna move forward, what it is you really need to do for you, what it is you need to be prepared to let go of, what it is you need to be uh, prepared to allow in, and what it is that you need to do to adjust to the changing of an environment. That's on you. So as we are approaching the end of week one, we are amping up for week two and um, it's going pretty quickly, but it is very intense. When you're still doing the work, it is intense like a bum bun. It's, <laughs> it's so much, but, but it's worth it because the work that you do on yourself while still being who you need to be in your day-to-day life I'm making a little bit of sacrifices because we have to make a few sacrifices because not everybody can get every part of us when we're choosing ourselves first. So our priorities are shifting. So what is it that you're wanting? What is it that you're needing? What is it that you are hoping develops from this newfound relationship with self? Let's finalize that list this week. Let's finalize these uh, ideas of self and distinguishing what's real and what's not. It's going to be very important, very important to the weeks ahead. Okay? So I love you guys. Thank you so much for embarking on this journey. I believe in each and every one of you. I know that you can do it because I am doing it and we all are going through a hell of a year together. So we all can make it through this. If we're still here today, despite all the lives that have been lost thus far, you still got enough in you to keep pushing. And when the world is requiring you to fight for it, it is time to choose you to fight for. Okay? So I love you guys. I love you guys until our Sunday. Um, 
where I would re- I'll release our week two's agenda and our theme for the week. I love you guys. Thank you so much for everything, everything that you're doing for you. You deserve this. And I'm here to support you because we're in this together. Until our next episode, guys, I love your freaking souls. Bye. Thank you.